Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. This is Sheffield Live. You are listening to The Squeak. Did I miss the start? Taking an alternative look at the week's news. I see you when I close my eyes. And chatting nonsense. Plus, finding the very best new local music. Gotta tell you, my love, it's easy. Sundays from 2pm on Sheffield Live 93.2 FM. Or listen online or subscribe to the podcast on iTunes by searching for The Squeak. And tweet us on Twitter at The Squeak or like and comment at facebook.com slash The Squeak. Ladies and gentlemen, your hosts, Luke Crofts and James Hargreaves. Yeah, good afternoon and welcome to The Squeak. Uh, Paul Sellers there getting his own back well and truly by talking as we're just about to go on air. Thanks a lot, mate. Um, nice one. Yeah, but uh, but no, welcome. How are you doing, James? I'm doing good. How are you? Yeah, fantastic. What a, yeah. What a fantastic week it's been, eh? Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, topped off by the fact that I went to see uh, Carl and his rate good music at yes. the uh, Frog and Parrot on Thursday. Uh, Danny Pietnik was uh, amongst one of the... Uh, amongst the acts on the um, on the Frog and Parrot stage, so we'll be playing a bit of him later on. So, yeah, Matt Longdon was playing as Matt well, Longdon was playing. Um, I didn't stay for it all, because obviously it was a school night. Yeah. Um, I don't think Carl stays for it all himself anyway. Um, well, he, normally, well, sometimes it depends on his uh, on his working shifts. I don't think he was working the next day, so he was ah, um, right. walked in and he was waving non-stop for about two and a half minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's Carl. Yeah, uh, but no, it was um, it was a good night. It was a good night. Um, Danny played a couple of covers actually. Um, obviously, yeah. the, the he said, "I'm going to play a cover," and I said. It's going to be Ryan Adams. And he said, this one's Ryan Adams. <laughs> but then he did a cover of uh, Wonderwall. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. It was... Um, oh, bloody hell. What was it now? I don't know. I can't remember. You're going to have to tell me. I can't remember I what it was. There. I can't remember what it was. But it was a good cover anyway. It wasn't Bross, so I'm not interested. No, it was Oasis, but it was a good cover. Oh, okay. Mm. But no, obviously, um, Donald Trump has been elected as US president. Yes! <laughs> Um, and we've we've never slagged him off on this show. No, no, never. Yeah, not, not at all. So if you're listening, Donald, don't listen to any of the podcasts. <laughs> simply. Yeah. Do you know one of our podcasts is missing? Is it? It's it's really been winding me up. Not last Sundays, the Sundays before, never appeared on the Sheffield Live website. Oh, and I've been waiting for I did, it to come on. And then, I did think so. I know. I know we were behind, weren't we? Yeah. Um, I'm guessing we were behind because you were waiting for that one to come on. Yeah, pretty much. Because I've seen a new one's gone on. Episode forty nine. Yeah. Is that really episode fifty? It then? should be episode fifty, but episode f- the real episode forty nine has gone. It'll be like one of them things where you know, oh, lost lost footage of Doctor Who original Doctor <laughs> yeah. Who is found and is worth thousands. 
yeah, lo- lost episode of the squeak has been found and is worth pence. Worth nothing. <laughs> <laughs> worth less than nothing. I used to delete it. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. Sometimes you know, on the old system back in the back in the day, yeah, uh, Sheffield Live used to use a different one, and that sometimes just wouldn't record. Yeah. Well, the um, website, it's, it's... It was down in, that week, actually, wasn't it? I thought it was down last week. Oh, uh, yeah, it was. It right. might have been down both weeks, who knows? Maybe. But, yeah, it's frustrating me. I, I actually remember coming out of that episode and thinking, uh, that wasn't the best, so... I wasn't that... <laughs> I wasn't... <laughs> I wasn't that gutted, it wasn't that. It's funny, that, because most of the listeners think that after every show. Yeah, yeah so, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, well, never mind. So, really, we're on... We're on this is episode 51. Yeah, pretty much. It's actually... Does it, does it number it for you, or do you have to number it? I number it. Why don't you number it as 50, then? And then we'd be able to keep proper track. Because it looks odd on the list, if, if you skip from 48 to 50. But at least it's accurate. doesn't matter now. You can't change it now, can you? That's it. can change it after the fact. Change it. <laughs> okay. Um... Yeah, because this is actually our anniversary show today. Yeah, happy birthday, anniversary, whatever. Yeah, uh, well, you, you you could say um, that it's like a, a birthday. It is a bit like a birthday, um, but for an inanimate object that's intangible. Yeah, for, for well, for like it for like a show. Yeah, happy birthday show. Yeah, on your birthday. Congratulations. We've turned up every day, or every Sunday, almost. Ne- nearly every Sort Sunday. of, for a year. Yeah. Or thereabouts. Well, 50 episodes. Well, well, yeah. It, well, I know what you're thinking, it would have been 52, but I think we had a week off, didn't we? Yeah, we did. For, what did we have a week off for? I thought we'd had more oh, than tram just... lines. We had a week off for tram lines. Yeah, we've had more than just one week off, haven't we? No, I don't think we have, not together. Because when you were ill... Faith or Carl yeah, stepped yeah. in, or Danny, and then when I were away on holiday, Faith and Matt came. I could stepped have in. sworn there was a time where we couldn't make it in for whatever reason, neither of us. Oh, well. oh yeah, it was Ipswich. I was away in Ipswich. That's the one, yeah. Yeah, and, and got stuck on. Satnav took us all the, all the way. So that's it. Then that's the two weeks that are missing. Yeah, fantastic wow. radio. That's commitment, that isn't it? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it, yeah. yeah, it's our birthday. But next week we're going to do an extended show, aren't we? Yeah, we're, we're going to celebrate it properly next week because yeah. um, we've only got an hour this week. So obviously DJ skis up at three with his platinum plate. So forget everything we said about the birthday. We'll do that next week. Yeah, this is the real birthday, but we're not celebrating it until next week. Yeah, we're going to do a three-hour extravaganza. Yeah, spectacular, spectacular with, with guests. Yeah, with guests, we're going to have Danny Pietnik coming in. Um, he's actually got an audition the week after. Has he? Yeah, so he's going to... Audition uh, for what? I don't know. He's going to tell us about it next week. Okay. Um, I don't even think Danny knows. But hopefully he won't slag it off before he goes like he did well, last time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I hope it's not at the green room. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think it is. Um, green room, green room, home to the worst toilets in Sheffield, allegedly. Yeah, we, we discussed the worst toilets in Sheffield last week as well, didn't we? So it's it's a recurring theme. We, we could have that as as a feature for our birthday yeah. spectacular. Worst toilet of the week. Almost Harry Hill style. We, we need features it? for next week, right? So uh, if we if we go along common things that we talk about, um, a feature on Carl Maloney, because we talk about him every blooming week, uh, a feature on toilets, bad toilets, uh, a feature on death, probably... Who knows, who knows. But as well as uh, Danny Pietnik, we, uh, I believe Faith is going to come in for an hour as well. Shaggers. Yeah. She is indeed, yeah. 
Faith, don't know. Faith shag nasty. Don't know which. Uh, don't know which hour because she'll probably be very hungover. <laughs> Whichever one she can make it. To. <laughs> yeah, probably the last one. But um, that's, that's going to be weird because Paul Sellers isn't in. Who does a show before us? And uh, DJ Ski isn't in the show that does after us. Usually it's one or the other, so we do an extended hour either side. Yeah, um, um, I think what we're going to do is do the uh, the old um, one till four, aren't we? Because mm. um, I think DJ Ski's going to have a, a guest um, in his absence. Yeah. And then I, I may do an extra hour. Just the ranting hour. Yeah, just an hour of me sat ranting. Probably so, my pants. So just, just basically the normal squeak, but on your own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The normal squeak, but with, without you trying to calm me down. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, we're going to kick off with uh, Danny Pietney, because he played... Um, Frog and Parrot on Thursday, and uh, he's coming in to do a, a bit of a, a gig for us next week, as well as just share his share his wild and crazy thoughts. And, and they are wild and crazy. They are indeed. I think he's going to do a bit of a parody himself as well, but this is Isabel. He is a parody of himself. Isabel, come back to me. Isabel, come back to me. I needed something to remind me of you Cause when you crept into my garden it blew Isabel, come back to me There's still things you have to see The sky grows darker when it's cold in your eyes Like fading photographs of in the Now watch these days turn cold And she's already gone Now watch these nights turn on And she's already gone She's already gone And that was and that was Danny Pietney. Can he'll be here live in the studio next week? Y- yes. Um, 
That that's a bit of silence that we'll cut out of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's just move on. Um, yeah, Danny will be here next week, um, so listen in for that. If you want to check him out in the in the uh, week ahead, um, he's on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Just search for Danny Pietnik. All the usual places. Yeah, all the usual places. He's on SoundCloud and stuff, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's put his uh, stuff on SoundCloud, so check it out on there. So, President-elect Trump, then. Exciting, isn't it? We didn't call it, did we? I thought it was Hillary nailed on. Didn't um, call it, but didn't call Brexit either. No, the pollsters have had a fairly crap year, haven't they? Let's let's be honest. That that is what's exciting about it, because on the face of it, everybody's panicking, saying, "Oh, we've, we've or Americans have elected some crazy man with silly shredded wheat style hair." <laughs> but yeah, when you actually look beyond that, it actually means that politics is kind of changing. Well, yeah, it will do. It will do definitely, and. I don't think necessarily that people have voted for Trump's policies. What they've seen is a change to the normal politician. And like you've got Hillary, who's your normal politician, who would be very much the same as Obama carrying on what he does. Trump offered an alternative and people went for it. Yeah, so did Hitler. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. But that, that's kind of that's kind of the point. We're looking at, looking at a scenario where we are changing... Politics. Brexit was exactly the same. People wanted an alternative to what was already happening. And it's really interesting that this has happened. I don't think people have voted for Trump's policies as such. He's is potentially racist, misogynistic, horrible policies. Yeah, yeah he's, not, he's not covered himself in glory. And, and there was a, there was a, um, a video going on on um, social media, um, you know, on the worldwide internet and all that, that basically cut his opinions of the same subject yeah. where one he said no I completely disagree with this and then actually no I think it's a good idea yeah. funny how it changed when he started running um, yes, yeah. you know like that the... one from four years ago where he's saying Hillary was brilliant and oh, like, yeah. the best secretary of state there was, they've ever had there were all sorts there were all sorts and it's not you know you can say a lot of the stuff that goes around on social media is all you know hearsay and speculation and false but yeah. that was him it's saying those voice, things yeah. on, on video yeah. um but Crazy. It, it calls into question the whole kind of the whole debate process because we've not been debating the issues. What what has been happening? It was the same with Brexit, the same with the American election. People were discussing the uh, minor issues. This immigration thing has come up as this big bad nasty thing that everybody's talking about. It's not immigration isn't the issue. It's it's that uh, that was there to mask everything else going on. So we're looking at a different type of politics. If Bernie Sanders had got the nomination ahead of Hillary Clinton, he would have been president, I reckon, because he was also offering a different kind of politics. His was more left-leaning than Trump's right-leaning politics, but it was a different kind of politics, a more socialist kind of politics. And that, in this country, is interesting because whoever says that Jeremy Corbyn is unelectable what do you base that on? Because, well, that's the thing. Who, you know, because he, he's a different type of politics as well. And I reckon, you know, call a, call an election next year, and you know, he's he's not the utopian dream. He's not he's not the perfect candidate, but he's a different kind of politics. And if he shapes his message right, he could win that. Well, the, the last, you know, they keep saying he's unelectable, but um, you know, 
the pollsters said we were going to have a hung parliament and the Conservatives won by a margin. Yeah. They were saying Hillary was in front of the polls and she lost. They were saying we were going to vote to stay in the European Union we didn't. Um, but just looking at the... So you needed a 270 votes or 270 whatever to win. Electoral uh, votes. That's the one, yeah. And he got 290 and Hillary only got 228. Mm-hmm. What would have happened if neither of them would have got 270? Because the numbers don't stack up, do they? Well, it could have could have happened where he'd got two hundred and sixty, and she'd the, got two hundred and fifty-eight. Yeah, whoever's the majority, because there, there were obviously two other candidates as well. Yes, so, yes. So they could have been voted for. I think one of them took one point eight percent of the popular vote. Yeah. Um, but it, it becomes kind of a tie situation, like um, similar to like a hung parliament in in this country. He's left the window open again. Oh well. But the the other interesting thing is that for the first time in. As long as I can remember, uh, or as long as I can recall, the Republicans uh, have got the majority in Congress and in the House of Representatives as well. So that's yeah. having the like having the majority in Parliament in the Houses of Lords, which makes and it easier having to the get, Prime Minister makes it easier to get bills passed. He stuff. can change a heck of a lot of stuff. I'm sure he will. But uh, fear not, Britons, because um, the first UK politician that's been welcomed to Trump Tower. Oh, yes. It's Nigel Farage. Wow. The man himself. And there's a lovely picture of them inside the gold lift, which I'll retweet for you. I was a bit disturbed by that, because whenever I take a picture, I always generally do a silly face. Yeah. And I look a little bit like Nigel Farage's face there, a fatter, bolder version. But, (laughs) (laughs) But now that's put me off doing silly faces on photos. Well, all I will say is, you wouldn't offer him a piece of cake, would you? piece of cake. Yeah, because it'd be all gone. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. It would be all gone. It's, um... But Trump looks different in that picture as well. It, look, it, looks, it looks a lot more relaxed. Yeah. I mean, don't forget, Donald Trump and Hillary aren't, you know, they aren't spring chickens, they're quite old, so they, they, mm. it will have taken a lot out of them campaigning for all of that time. Yeah. So they're running mates, so who, who, uh, who is it Pence that becomes vice president. He's yeah. got a pretty good chance with the way that the world's been going recently. Of getting into uh, the presidency in the next four years. Well, somebody was saying, do you think Michelle Obama will run? Down the line, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Snoop Dogg said he's going to run in 2020. Really? Snoopy, yeah. Snoopy Dog Dog. Kanye West has said it before as well. Wow. That would be... Imagine, imagine that on the same ticket, Kanye and, and Snoop as uh, vice president. That would be uh, well, you'd, interesting. You'd say it was. It would never happen because they've got no political background, but then again, neither did Donald Trump. No. Never held any sort of office or anything like that, did he? And then you look back to the 80s, Reagan was in a very similar Ronald position. Reagan, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he was he a was, uh, Hollywood B-list actor, wasn't he? So, uh, And then you've got some reality star. Do you think Alan Sugar will uh, run for prime minister? Oh, wow. Um, I don't know. Apparently he's, apprentice he's a, people are doing that nowadays. He's a lord, isn't he? Yeah. He, he got given a... Is, is he a... Which is he, where is he affiliated? Is he a, a Labour lord or something? Uh, I think he was originally, and then he moved to the Conservatives from memory. Could be wrong. Ah, right. Could Must have wrong. offered him more money then or whatever. Or a, or a lordship. I'm, I'm not sure it works like that. He was an advisor to Labour, wasn't he? And then I think... When Cameron came in, he wasn't an advisor anymore, made a lordship and then flipped or what? I don't know. I don't think that would help him out then if he was. Not that he's going to. Yeah. Necessarily. Let's make a new political party and and take over the world. Mm. Or, or I, I think I think we I think we've just probably yeah done ourselves in. We well, were doing well, and then he went take over the world now. 
apparently, it. right, you can you can get elected based on being nasty and calling uh, Muslims names and and being belittling to women. So I, th- I think we tick all the boxes. Well, maybe when he said build a wall around Mexico, maybe he meant build a mall. Yeah. Maybe we just misheard him. Yeah, build a mall. Yeah, there's going to be a J.C. Penney's on the border of Mexico. <laughs> I don't know why J.C. Penney's just came into my head as an American shop, but yeah. hey, any any of any of those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, let us know what you think about um, the president-elect. Um, it's going to be interesting. It is, but don't worry because Nigel Farage is there sorting it out. Oh God, <laughs> this is Fiona's run. <laughs> and it's room space. It's twenty past two. It's the squeak ninety three point two FM. Sheffield live. Tweet us at the squeak. space uh, that's the live version from toolmaker studio they've just released it as a video that's so, a live version yeah 
that's um, doing that live in Toolmakers Studio. So you can search for it on YouTube and watch it. Um, it's from their debut album, which is out at the beginning of next year. And I've got another Toolmakers uh, live version coming up as well in a bit. Fantastic. This is Sheffield Live. Now, one, one uh, chocolatey treat... I quite enjoy around the Christmas Yuletide period, if you will. Uh, and one that a uh, fictional character, Alan Partridge, became um, addicted to is the Toblerone. Indeed. I like a good Toblerone. I love a Toblerone. How Which, do you eat a Toblerone? I th- well, with difficulty. I think um, we've talked about this before, but the, the best way to do it is to snap it inwards. Yes. Because if you try and snap it the other way... You just end up getting chocolate all over yourself, and it's really difficult. If you snap it inwards, it comes off that, easily. That's the professional's way of doing it. Absolutely, yeah. But then how do you eat the actual chunk, the triangle-shaped chunk? I'm a nibbler. You, you bite little bits off? Yep. Wow, yep. you heathen. Just shove it all in your gob and then just <laughs> just wait, let all the wait, spiky chop go on. Wait for your mouth to get to an optimum temperature that it melts. Yes, very much. Carl Maloney's tweeters in, not a fan of uh, Toblerones, apparently. Yeah. Carl Maloney, at the beginning of the show, tweeted us in and said, Hello, boys. And it was quite disturbing because when I saw the words, Hello, boys, it reminded me of the Melinda Messenger um, advert for bras. Ah. But then in my head, I pictured Carl Maloney wearing a bra on an advert. <laughs> it's just freaked me out. <laughs> I'm a bit put off by that, that visage. Wow. Toblerones to Carmeloni in a bra in the space of 30 seconds. How did we do that? We work wonders on this show, honestly. Honestly. Um, but Toblerones are changing, and not for the better, in my opinion. It's ridiculous. Have you seen it? It's absolutely ridiculous. I don't, I don't think anybody's not seen this by now. It, Trump got elected, right? The world was changing. And the number one news story on BBC News... Well, Toblerone Toblerone made a bit of an arse of it to be honest because they announced they were making the changes on election day if they'd waited until the 9th when Donald Trump had been elected nobody would have cared because they wouldn't have seen it it would have paled into insignificance I don't know don't know it wouldn't have been as big a story it's an important story to get out there and something we should all be shouting about because this is a disgrace well Mondelez, who own um, Toblerone, they've decided to make the gaps between the, the mountain peaks slightly bigger because the cost of the ingredients are going up and everything. Um, so they've had to make... They've, basically, there's less chocolate, but they wanted to keep the same packaging. So rather than keep the peaks together and make a smaller packet, <laughs> they've kept the same packet. Why didn't they make a smaller packet? Why don't they, right? They have multiple different sizes of Toblerone. They Why do. Why didn't they just make a 360-gram Toblerone that was between the 200-gram and the 400-gram? I think, had they have done that, it would have been less of a story. Yeah, no one would have... Because it happened. It. it's commonplace now where they make chocolate bars s- smaller. Yeah. Um, because of the cost of ingredients. It's literally but. to keep the shelf space. But the new bar looks ridiculous. It does. It's just completely changed. It's a mini toast rack. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Chocolate fire guard. Forget it. This is a chocolate toast rack. Yes. And it probably will keep its structural integrity because bread is terrible at holding heat. You're, you're right, yeah. But Ingenious. It does look like every second triangle has been taken out, and it's just it's it's a triangle, then a massive gap, then another triangle. Yeah, it's it's um, 
I suppose if you stood it on its on its end, it would look a bit like a a, a set of shelves for tiny little things. For tiny for, things. For Lego men. Yeah. Yeah. A Lego men shelf. Yeah. Wow. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Does it still have enough pieces to spell Toblerone? Because it used to have a letter on each individual piece, didn't it? Well, yes, because there are, there used to be 11 peaks, and now there's nine peaks, and Toblerone's nine letters. Right. So I think they've made it in such a way that you can still get all the letters of Toblerone on there. Okay. But I just wanted to take you through some of the, some of the shocking adjustments that they've made to the snacks that we love. Yep. Mars and Snickers, um, they were given Marathon. a shake-up. Well, obviously, yeah, if we're going that <laughs> far back, but... They decided to reduce the amount of saturated fats in uh, Mars and Snickers bars. And people said they didn't taste as nice, but as of yet, we've not gone back to the same recipe. Cadbury's cream eggs, now not called that, just called cream eggs, because... It's not Cadbury's. It's not Cadbury's. Last year, it was, an, it was announced that the shell of the egg would no longer be made from Cadbury's dairy milk chocolate. A new chocolate was chosen that contained less cocoa, and many people said it... it to be honest, I don't like them anymore. I, I think like they taste it. different. I, I still like them. But so far, you know, they've kept it. They've kept it. Jaffa Cakes. Now, this was a different one because um, the Great British Bake Off challenged the uh, contestants to make a Jaffa Cake. Oh, yeah, yeah. Prompting the argument, well, is it a Jaffa Cake, i.e. a cake, or is it a biscuit? What would you say? Is it a biscuit or a cake? I believe that under European law, it is classed as a cake. Well... Actually, yes, it is. Because McVitie's actually took uh, the government to court over it, didn't they? Yes, and you would think, well, why the heck have they done that? It's actually because, um, under UK rules, customers don't have to pay tax on products such as bread cakes, flapjacks and Jaffa cakes. However, they do on certain kinds of biscuit and cereal bars. Indeed. Would you, I mean, before all this came about, would you have said it was a cake or a biscuit? It's a cake, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's a cake. De- definition, right? Of it's not crispy, so it's not a biscuit. Definition of a cake for me is something that starts soft and goes hard when it goes stale. A biscuit <laughs> is the opposite. It starts hard and goes soft when it's stale. <laughs> what, what are you th- Lovely. I wasn't being rude. <laughs> no, I know. E- even though Carl Maloney has tweeted us <laughs> in a picture of his nipple. Oh, fantastic. Um, we haven't had one of them for a while. Yeah, thanks. Dairy milk bars, like Toblerone, back in 2012, it was decided that dairy milk bar, um, the dairy milk bar would be given a new look. The edges of the chocolate were made smoother, which many people were not happy about at all. Not least because it made it slightly smaller, obviously. Yeah. That one I wasn't so bothered about. No. Um, Whispers. They they stopped making whispers. Oh, they stopped them altogether, didn't they, for about five years or so? Yeah, they brought them back. They brought them back temporarily, and then the the, the pressure on Cadbury was that high um, that they made them bring it back, and they did. I remember the launch of Whisper Gold. Do you remember that? Oh, with caramel in the middle. Fantastic. The launch, they sold out everywhere. It was was like a new Apple product coming out, you know, like a new iPhone, and people queuing in around outside shops to go and get their Whisper Gold. It was bizarre. It was bizarre. Um... 
my favourite, which is... Well, actually, there was two. They made a Snickers Cruncher, which was like crunchy. Oh, I never had that. And had more nuts. Now they stopped doing it, don't know why. Um, but the other one was the um, Cadbury's Dairy Milk with caramel and nuts. It was called Nuts About Caramel. Now, that was a nice chocolate Oh, bar. yeah, that was nice, yeah. And they stopped doing that. It was a bit like the purple one from Quality Street. Yes, but in a bar. Yeah. Because the big purple one's just a purple one, in it? Yeah. Just one on its own, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they stopped doing it. Very, very unfortunate. I remember that. Mm. I used to like fuse bars. They were talking about bringing those back as well, weren't they? Fuse bars. What yeah. are them, then? They, they were a mid-90s sensation. Uh, Cadbury's put something like £5 million into developing a new chocolate Really? Bar. Wow. And it was it was almost solid chocolate, but it had, like, raisins and nougat and, like, all kinds of stuff fused into it, and it was called a fuse bar. Mmm. Well, I mean, if you're planning on buying Toblerones th- this Christmas, then you shouldn't be affected too badly because um, the existing Toblerone designs will probably still be available in the shops. It's already changed, hasn't it? I've seen people that have uh, got the new ones and tweeted oh. about it and been upset. Hmm. I suppose the only way to get round it then will be to see if you are buying a 400 gram one to see if it's still 400 gram and not 360. And likewise, if it's yeah. so, if you've got a 360 gram Toblerone or a 150 gram Toblerone, you're in new world Toblerone territory. Yeah. Indeed. If you're buying a 400 gram or a 170 gram bar, you're okay. The Indeed. peaks will be closer together and there'll be more chocolate. It doesn't help that the, the things are the same size because you can't tell unless you look well, at the, that's the weight. It, that's why they've done it. It's to con people out of their 40 grams. Yes. Basically. Price will be the same. It's because the ingredients Keep the same up. shelf space. It's just ridiculous that they've had to do that. They could fit another couple of Mars bars or whatever in between. Just come up with another bar. Make your 360 degree, 360 gram bar. Just put the price up. I'd just pay a bit more and have 400 grams. Yeah, but I'm just thinking of the shelf space. You could you could cut it down to 360 grams and then put a tiny little new Toblerone, a tiny Toblerone in, next to it. Very serious, very serious um, uh, talking points today. Donald Trump and the Toblerone scandal. Let us know what you're thinking. We are on Twitter at The Squeak. Please get in touch. But we're going to have a bit of uh, Steve Anthony, uh, a man with two first names, but it's actually yep. a woman singing, so work that one out. Yep. Thanks for sending it in. You, you're sending it in to us. You can as well. But this is Steve Anthony with In the Dark No Stars.
Yeah, I'd usually say never trust a man with two first names, but I quite enjoyed that one. That was, that was, uh, it's actually interesting, because he's uploaded it through the uploader to send us for us to play, as any band or artist can, so if you're in a band or you're an artist, then do so. Um, but he's given, given us two versions of that, and that's the country version, and there's also an electronic pop version, which sounds a bit erasure-ish. What, of the same song? Of the same song, yeah. Wowzer. Maybe we can play that he's, next week. He says that the... Um, the electronic pop one is his guilty pleasure cheesy pop kind of thing. Marvelous. Um, he's fifty something, quite new to quite new to songwriting. Although he is a drummer in a band, and so he's just having a bash and uh, has bashed that one out. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Did, did I <laughs> did I just make? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, something happened. Something came out there. Um, did you bash one out? Yes, yes, I did indeed. Um, at at the squeak on Twitter, facebook.com slash the squeak, dj1.co.uk, um, the squeak at sheffieldlive.org. If you want to send us in your tracks, we will play them. Yep. Um, yes. Do it. Thank you, Steve Anthony, for that. Keep them coming in, and uh, I think we should play the country version. Uh, not the country version. We just play the bloody country the electronic version. version. The electronic version. Thank you very much. Next week. Yeah. Now well, not next week. So isn't next week going to be our roundup of tracks from the last year oh yeah well whenever then the week after the week after which is also going to be uh, a longer show it is two hours special um not quite an extravaganza because you can't say that the three hours an extravaganza and say the two hours equally is <laughs> extravagant because it won't be um but carlton maloney will be here um talking rubbish with yeah. us he just tweeted us to say did i ever tell you about the time i ended up in a party in la and andrew lansbury was there no okay i'll leave it then I think he did, um, and the applause woke him up. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, now, it's getting quite cold. In fact, it's freezing. Um, it's a good time to switch energy supplies. Who are you with at the moment? I'm with Empower right now, uh, and I threatened to leave them, but they sent me a picture of a banana with a face on it, so I stuck by them. Ah, me. yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, yeah. very good. Because um, I'm with Eon, but um, they're quite quite expensive. The big six tend to be more expensive, don't they? Yeah, um, but I got a fixed deal... And if you get a fixed deal, then over time it works out cheaper because it might be at today's prices, but with the prices going up over time. Mm. Well, I've just signed up with um, iSupply, and it's a three-year fixed deal, but the, the daily charges are cheaper. So I thought, brilliant, I'll save fortunes. Um, so I've done it, and then they've not got back in touch with me yet, so I don't know what's going on. That's a bit annoying. They've got that quick switch thing now, haven't they, where mm, I don't it know. takes like a week to switch over or something. Um, normally, well, they give you a two-week cooling-off period. Yeah. But they sent me an email saying, right, we'll send you another email to verify that this is your email, and okay. they never did. So I need to ring them, really. Yeah. But I've never switched, well, I've never really switched, so it's um, it's all new, this. But you should Every, switch, Everybody you? should switch. Yeah, you save money. You can, you can save, I think, on the average household bill, it's something like 360 quid a year you can save, well, which, my, which my, isn't to be sniffed at. Yeah, my projection's 175 quid saving, yeah. which is, you know, yeah. 15 quid a month or whatever. No, it's, it's a no-brainer to do it. People don't do it because they don't like the inconvenience, but it's not inconvenient. You literally well, they do, just... it all, they do it all for you. I mean, the only thing is, obviously, you'll leave potentially before your um, billable come in. Which yeah. means that you'll have to pay something off, but it's still not going to be yeah. anywhere it's, it's near. What like. you'd have to pay anyway, of course. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's an interesting. I do it all the time. I switched from British Gas when they in 2012 they tried charging me for a million units of gas. A million? Yeah. What, was that the whole of the block? Well, I, I uh, in my complaint letter to them, I asked them whether I was uh, personally individually funding the Olympic Flame, <laughs> which I don't think they appreciated. 
No. Maybe it was the uh, time machine that you've got in your front room. <laughs> Maybe so, yeah. Gas-powered time machine. But of course it wasn't, because if it had have been, you'd have gone back in time and never gone with them in the first place. Good point, yeah. There's a paradox for you. Absolutely, work that one out. It's a bootstrap paradox. So what? Bootstrap paradox. I've not heard that one. It's different types of paradoxes. There's a father time paradox, a bootstrap paradox. <laughs> the father time one is where you can't go back and kill your grandmother, because obviously you'd never exist. Pretty much, yeah. What's the bootstrap one? It's... Uh, it's where it circles in on itself. So, what what you're doing in the past affects what you do in the future. But and it all would, versa. though, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. But vice versa, it works all ways round. So, yeah. Anyway, so you can't <laughs> you can't have something that would influence your decision making in the future if it would prevent you from going back and making the yeah. alteration. Yeah, pretty much. I'm with you. I'm with you. Did you ever watch Crime Traveler when it was on in 1997? I loved that. It was brilliant. Chloe Annette and Michael French. Sue Johnson was in it. I used to have a right thing for Chloe on it. She was she was quite pretty. She she was in Red Dwarf as well. You look back and she's I'm I'm not sure she was that pretty when you look back now. Really? But, oh well yeah. make your mind up. Her and uh, Philippa Forrester. Philippa Forrester. Yeah. I, I don't know why. Just... I always used to get her and Melinda Messenger mixed up. Her as well. <laughs> Just yeah. basically females. Well, um, they did. They only did one series of Crime Traveler, and it was brilliant. It was basically she was a science yeah. officer. She had the time machine. In the was front it Michael room. French? Michael French. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He got paid a fortune to leave EastEnders. Yeah. And they only ended up doing one series because the head of drama changed or whatever and never commissioned a new series before he went mm. next one come in and it just never happened and then Jonathan Creek replaced it yes, which was yeah. very good as well that was very good mm. I also liked Bugs oh I liked Bugs as well yeah yeah Jesse wow. Birdsall that's it yeah yeah this is and uh, Craig McLaughlin um, he was uh, th- that one changed though didn't they there, there was Ed yeah, yeah. and I can't remember what he was called wow we've actually found something that you did watch that I know of as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although I was surprised earlier because we were talking about Westworld and uh, you've yeah. seen the original Westworld. Film I have seen the original Westworld. Was it 73? I thought it was 74. Uh, I thought it was 73. You're could, probably right. Could be wrong. Yul Brynner and Charles um, Brolin. Yes. Mm, very good. Very good. The, the drama's nothing like the film, though, is it? No, it's very good. Indeed. It is very good. They're both very good, but very different. Indeed. Mm. Anyway, is it time for a bit of uh, low drive? Yeah, this is another Toolmakers Live one, so you can go and watch us on YouTube on Toolmakers Studio channel. Uh, this is Fallen Saviour. This is Sheffield Live. Red Jaguar rising Over starry sky We see that tree on fire that tree of life Well you've taken everything You've not taken our head No feathered serpent Can claim our fate Well, I know your soul is 
Saviour, Low Drive. Yeah, those guys are playing Corporation on the 17th of December, supporting Colour of Noise. Tickets from their Facebook and all that. Marvellous. Check them out. Yes. Not played them before, have we? No, no. It's, um, it's, they're on the Toolmakers channel. Um, they've been around a while. They're obviously on that heavier side of the scene than we normally see uh, and play, but yeah, thought it was quite good. Worth a play. Carmel only thinks that the random lead guitar is too high in the mix. It was getting on his nerves. Apparently so. 
We'll tell we'll tell that to Nathan Bailey who uh, who did the mix on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's time for the uh, Squeaks weekly quiz. Yay! Uh, I I don't know the answers to this one, so we can probably do it together. Okay. So sounds like fun. Round one is politics. Um, and I, well, well, we do know this one because you said it earlier. But can you name Donald Trump's running mate who will become the vice president in January of next year? It's Pence, but I can't remember his name. Is it John or Joe? Uh, well, no, you get it mixed up. The options are Joe Biden, Newt Gingrich, or Mike Pence. Oh, Mike Pence. That's yeah, it, so yeah. we're Mike Pence on that one. So, what type of animal is in the Liberal Democrats' logo? Is it a hedgehog, a badger, or a bird? It's a bird. Is it? Yeah. Right, I'll say bird then. <laughs> It is indeed. Um, who is the current Foreign Secretary of the UK? Uh, Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson, yeah. yeah. These are easy. Former Italian Prime Minister Silvio Berlusconi owns which of the top football clubs in Italy? Is it AC Milan, Juventus or Roma? I genuinely don't know that. Uh, I'm going to say AC. I'm going to say Juventus because they got done for all the dodgy dealing, didn't they? And Ooh, controversial. It's AC Milan, Is so it? I'm I'm on four and you're on three. Ak Milan. You're just basically copying my answers. No, I, I picked that one first. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Okay. What colour are the benches in the House of Commons? Red, white or green? Green. Well, the, the bench itself is actually wood. <laughs> it's, it's I was, I was thinking that, yeah. On the, on well, the I'll be honest, I was, I was going to say red because I always get them mixed up. So it's green. So we're on four, four. So yeah. that, that's the end of round one. Okay. So... Um, round two I'm going to skip round two because it's rubbish so round three <laughs> sport around the world this is a good one how many different teams have won the English Premier League five, six or seven uh, seven I think it's six I genuinely don't know it's six nice one okay um, yeah Manchester United Blackburn Arsenal Chelsea Man City and of course Leicester the current champions yes. reigning champions yep in Aussie rules, what shape is the pitch? Rectangle, square or oval? Uh, who cares? I think it's oval. I, I was going to say circle when you first said it for some strange reason. I'll go with oval. So I'll go with oval then? Yeah, let's go with oval. It is indeed oval. Um, yeah, and there's a nice diagram for the benefit of the radio. Again, who cares? Lovely. What is the official national sport of Pakistan? Is it cricket, field hockey or football? I would suggest cricket. I think that. it's cricket as well. Oh, it's not. It's actually field hockey. Field hockey, wow. Wowza. We learned something on this show, honestly. What colour shirts do the Italians wear in most sports, including football, rugby blue. and at the Olympics? Yeah, it's blue, in it? Yeah, it is. Um, and last question of the round... Which African country are the Springboks associated with? Ghana, Morocco or South Africa? Uh, Springboks is South Africa, isn't it? Don't know. I think so. I would have said, I'm, I'm torn between, I'm going to go Ghana just to mix it up. It's South Africa, well done. Lummy <laughs> <laughs> neck. So, four, so we're 4-4, four, four, so we're 8-8, eight, eight, so we're, t- we're tied. Wow. Um, so, final round then. Blockbuster movies. I've got a bad feeling that I'm going to do really badly in this. Firstly, Even though you've got a media degree. Film and media production, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, which of these animated movies grossed the most amount of money worldwide? Was it Minions, Lion King or Shrek? Minions. I'm going to say Shrek. Oh, f- it's Minions. Well done. Well done, James. I know that because it's the highest grossing one of the year, isn't it? As well? Oh, I don't know. I've never seen it. Yeah. 
Next Texas Insane Shrek? No, it was it was Minions. Um, which film holds the record for the highest grossing British made film at the UK box office? Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1, Casino Royale or Star Wars The Force Awakens? The Force Awakens. I'm going Harry Potter. Fiddlesticks. The Force Awakens is right. I'm, I've, I've, I think I've balls this up. <laughs> Which of these Will Ferrell classics made the most worldwide? Was it Elf, Anchorman, or Zoolander? Anchorman. I'm saying Anchorman. Oh, it was Elf. Was it? I thought that was a flop in the cinema. But don't know. Brilliant mm. film. That, that'll be on in uh, in the TV soon. Yeah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Rob uh, Rob DJ Ski loves Christmas. Um, which of these up at three? Which of the Harry Potter films do you think made most? Deathly Hallows Part Two, Philosopher's Stone, or The Goblet of Fire? Part Two. Yeah, I think Part yeah. Two was the last one, wasn't it? It was indeed. Yeah. I've got one right. Uh, and to finish it off, what is the highest grossing film? Of all time worldwide. Is it Titanic, Avatar or Jurassic World? Avatar. I think it's Avatar. It is indeed. Well, so, we... you finished on 11, I finished on 10. Well done. You've I'm, won, you've won again. Yeah. You always well, win the quiz. Where's my prize? Um, the prize is Jake Aldridge feeding Elena and it's illogical. How, wow. how do you like them apples? I don't like apples that much. They give me art then. Yeah, they're weird. DJ Skis up at three. This is the last song of the hour. Weird apples.
never ride like Tour de France's Now you're looking at me for the answers These wounds need more than plasters Leaving as a recipe for disasters Came back like a boomerang Hoping that I just changed into Superman I can run off now to Japan But you'll catch me like a cougar can Jake Aldridge then featuring Elena. Well, is it featuring Elena, right? Because the, spe- the spelling's thrown me. It's H-A-L-E-A-N-A. So it's spelled like Haliena. Who knows? Who knows? Check them out and find out for yourself. DJ Ski's up now, unfortunately. Well, not unfortunately. But I mean, <laughs> we've got to go. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.